All oh. right. Great. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Are we all here? Oh, boy. Yeah, we're in here. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. both of you guys are in there. Awesome. Yeah, great. Uh, yeah, so both of you guys have already been on the podcast now. So uh, welcome back. wasn't long before you guys came back. <laughs> Definitely. It's, it's, it's good to be back, man. I'm doing literally nothing anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. All right, so, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, introduce, I mean, yeah, pretty much everybody that's seen the podcast. John Carl, you're a very, very big Republic, uh, very big conservative, you know, big uh, right. big Trump guy, but um, right. Alec here is very, you know, whatever name is. First yeah. off, yeah. question to you, Alec, uh, can you explain libertarianism to me? Like, it, it, I mean, I, I get the gist of it, but I just want to, I want to hear a libertarian explain to me what libertarianism is, so. All right. Like, brief it down for me. So, um, most people's perception of politics tends to be a simple two, uh, one-dimensional left and right divide. Right. Uh, those people are fucking degenerates. Sure. Um, because it's not a left and right divide. It's a whole fucking just explosion of different spectrums, I guess. There's like, there's like a technological spectrum to consider. You know, on one end, you have the anarcho-primitivists, and the other, you have, like, your transhumanists. There's, like, there's the statism axis, which is uh, the most important axis for libertarianism, because all forms of libertarianism, minarchism, or anarchism, are on the low end of the status spectrum. So, um... And actually, um, this is another issue is that like a lot of people conflate libertarianism with conservatism, which is baffling because conservatism is inherently an uh, uh, authoritarian ideology. Uh, so, you know, when people mention that, you know, libertarians and conservatives, they're being fucking stupid, but. It, it, the, the, the shortest uh, explanation of libertarianism anyone could possibly use is that uh, they believe in a minimal government um, you know, or, or a minimal state uh, in order to preserve the liberty of other people. Uh, the, the problem with that, it, which is where the anarcho-capitalists come in, is that any level of state that exists could theoretically just create more power for itself and then immediately abuse that power. Correct. So that's where anarchists and you know post-leftists come in. But uh, there, there's, there's a lot of anarchist infighting. There's uh, uh, the left-wing anarchists don't really like your anarcho-capitalists. Then you have your mutualists who are really, really weird. Where yeah. they somehow have communism and free markets at the same time. Okay. Uh, you have your anarcho-primitivists who want to go back to being named Grug and having tribe leaders and shit. Uh, <laughs> then you got your uh, <laughs> that's your, horrible. Your, your anarcho-communists and anarcho-syndicalists who want communism without a state. Right. Uh, you also have your anarcho-fascists who are really just fascists with masks. Anarcho-fascists. Really, that is interesting. <laughs> very, really yeah. Accelerationists. That is a little odd. So, uh, so first off, listen, so I completely agree with you. I, I, I don't, I'm not one of those guys who completely trust the government. Right? I just think that w- when the government does stuff, I mean, there's a quote by Ronald Reagan, I believe, and it's like, um, 
the nine most scariest words are I'm here from the government, I'm here to help, which I do agree that in most cases, the government is, is, is corrupt. And I'm not going to lie to you, of course. All right. But the only problem I have with libertarianism, so I, I don't know a couple of things. That's why I wanted to have, uh, ask a couple questions. So first off, are libertarians pro-life or pro-choice? Because I think that's very important. Uh, well, that, that depends because you about have, you? Who are you? Uh, me personally, uh, I personally have convictions against it, but uh, there's also the economic potential. So the capitalist bit of me is like, you know what, go for it, but I'm not going to do it because well, I think it's personally fucked up. But I'm saying, do you think abortion should be limited in our, in our country? Because I think, you know. Well, inherent, inherent, to, well, specifically with ideologies like uh, libertarianism, there, there, there are two factions of libertarians. You have your, uh, well, actually three, if you consider the green libertarians, but they're really weird. Um, uh, you have your paleo libertarians who believe that in order, to in order to preserve the uh, culture that libertarianism exists in, you need to outlaw abortions. That way, you know, people can keep being born to, you know, preserve that culture. Right. And your regular libertarians, uh, would be pro-choice for uh you know the reason of uh ensuring liberty among other people and okay. that but those are just the two main factions of libertarianism anarcho-capitalism is a strictly better version of libertarianism uh in the sense that it's it's a much more extreme version of it no, I of course, no, I understand. No, of course, I understand that. But I'm saying you personally are opposed to abortion, correct? Is what you're saying? Uh, on a personal level, however, I don't think it is any state's job to restrict it. Okay, so here's my take on abortion. Uh, I'm extremely pro-life, and yes, I do have a religious obligation, you know, to it. And kind of like yourself, I'm guessing you're religious. Yes. No, I'm. I'm no. absolutely yeah. an atheist. You're. You're. You're what? I'm an atheist atheist all right then so so my question to you is you said that you personally oppose it so why do you personally oppose it uh listen if i got a girl pregnant in some it, i know yeah in the unlikely event right you ain't get much action no all right no, not at all um <laughs> but in the in the unlikely event that i somehow managed to get a girl pregnant right i would not feel comfortable with fucking extinguishing the life of that infant right because <laughs> yeah for exactly me, for me that would be absolving myself of personal responsibility that i should have the, the individual obligation to you know go about caring for it right in, yeah in, of respecting you know like yeah, having no, accountability I so i, I guess that's that's the reason why I'm personally against it for, right. for on an individual level. That makes if sense. others if others aren't, then that's their prerogative. Uh, I may think that they're a piece of shit. I might not. Um, but I, I don't I don't think it's the state's job to say you can or cannot do that. Right. No, I get that. So uh, listen. All right. I, I see your point. I do. Okay. But in our constitution, says the government's job is to provide for the general welfare of all people. All right. It also says that our government's job is to protect our life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Notice why life comes first. All right. I'm very pro-life and I understand what you're saying here. I completely do. But the reason 
why you're so, you know, why you oppose it. And like you said, what's a good point, personal responsibility. But what what necessarily do you have personal responsibility to do? Why do you have personal responsibility? What is your personal responsibility? Uh, my responsibility is that actions have consequences. Right, exactly. And so what does that those consequences is the fucking creation of a little shit uh, right. known as the baby. Of course. <laughs> now, why, now, why wouldn't why do you oppose extinguishing that that baby that, or as you said, that little shit? Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, the, yeah again, the, the personal responsibility aspect, because you know uh, actions do have consequences, and to me, it feels as if I go th- uh, go through or like as- associate with a with a female who goes through right doing that. I feel like. Not only has she absolved herself of personal responsibility, but I have also absolved myself of personal responsibility, which okay. I'm not very, I'm not really comfortable with. Right. Okay. So I get that. I understand. That's um, why I wouldn't really. Okay. So, do you believe that life has? Do you believe that life has value? Uh. The 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 insurrectionary anarchist within me wants to say no, absolutely. You not. believe? Does Alec, whatever your last name is, that that <laughs> Alec, baby Alec Miltonberger? <laughs> does Alec Miltonberger believe that that baby has that that baby's life, that any life has value, and that no one's life is is bigger than you know more important than another, as all uh, men are created equal? Well, honestly, not really. In in the cosmic grand scale of this fucking shithole we call the universe there isn't really any anything the, the, the reason why we attach value to human individuals is because it's a survival instinct that evolved in us over you know billions of years and just happened to be an advantage so that's why a lot of us think we have value but if you like really do think about it from a purely scientific standpoint there isn't really any reason behind it besides the survival aspect well i get your point i do but at the same time of course i mean to say someone's life that to say that i mean there's no science to say that life doesn't have value i don't know what science that comes from but um i understand you you personally might not believe that every life has value and that's fine but me or you is no one to say that somebody's particular life has no value Okay, for example, it's like saying that George Floyd, the poor guy who was, you know, and that's a different story, but that guy died and his life has value. You know, I think people's, regardless of who you are, your life has value. I mean, if you're a pedophile, I mean, I yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, you oh, know? yeah, definitely. Unless you're a pedophile, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need to eat those things under the sun. But like, I, mean, I don't think, you know, but like I said, it, it would kind of contradict me if I said we should kill somebody for being a pedophile. We should send some Guantanamo, we should put them out in the general yeah. population of Guantanamo, hopefully they get No, to- no, what I think we should do is I think we should just put them on a kayak, right? Right. And, and like, but, but get rid of the paddles and then just pull them out into the middle of the Pacific, like Point Nemo, yeah. and just leave them. <laughs> put them on an island so they can all molest each other. What do you think um, I've seen Island before? I do believe that our government's job is to protect our life, labor, and pursuit of happiness, okay? Um, I believe, and I like, the one thing I do like about, I do admire about you and your view is that you're, you're very, I can tell you're very, you really are pro-freedom. And that's what I like about our country is our freedom, you know? And I don't want anyone to threaten that, whether it be the government or the guy next door, okay? And what's, what's unfortunate about the American government, though, is that they really often do 
fuck with our freedoms, especially minorities. And that's honestly a lot of the problem with a lot of the, uh, especially like light libertarians, I like to call them, or uh, like the, the people that are between conservatism and libertarianism. Right. Uh, on the, on the, or at least on the economic right wing side of things mm-hmm. is that they don't like to admit that America is ever wrong. Which that 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 was a problem with me a while ago, um, uh, until of course, and, and actually the thing that uh, really uh, changed that for me was reading about Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, uh, he was a bad guy. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was, he was the epitome of the word piece of shit. But uh, <laughs> uh but you know, like, uh, but when you learn about imperialist policies like Wilsonian interventionism, for example, right. you start to realize that those trends still exist in modern America. You know, like the, wars, like, like the wars, like well, the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, for example, are absolutely instances Bullshit. of right. Wilsonian interventionism. Right. Mm. We should never be yeah. there. I completely agree with you. So, those conflicts are examples of that in, in the American state, but also um, a, 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 a lot of conservatives, especially, uh, tend to say, I don't like gun control, but then also turn around and, like, you know, support uh, expanding background checks, for example. Uh, the, the problem with American gun control, and okay. this is actually especially hypocritical of. Uh, authoritarian so communist right yeah yeah not not your anarcho communists because they're they're pro gun but like um right, more like stalinist marxist uh, uh, stuff your your uh, your trotskyists your right yeah marxists, yeah exactly yeah, but, but yeah. also but also your uh, neoliberals and your uh, social democrat bernie sanders right. for example uh, um, yeah. sanders is not a socialist by the way he he's a social democrat i just want to get that out of the way um that unyielding say that um you talk about gun control in america critical of them because oftentimes they uh screech i guess about protecting is racist and yet they turn around and support gun control which is a policy that was historically and still is used to keep guns out of the hands of minorities which is you know kind of sus yeah no like, i understand that I understand. especially springfield like we all we all live near springfield right right you know how you need to have a license to own a gun in massachusetts yeah yeah all that because of the drug war, all that does is keep guns out of the hands of minorities, which exacerbates the gang violence problem because then they have to go and get their guns through illegal means, which would also likely lead them into, uh, you know, getting involved with drugs, for example. No, I, of course. But so you're telling me that background checks do not work at all. Is that your stance? Background here? checks work for people who have already committed crimes, but I don't think they should be there because it's another method of keeping guns out of the hands of minorities who would not have committed those crimes to begin with had it not been for the drug war. 
So the war on drugs is what you're referring to when you say drug war, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, so, listen, of course, I, I understand, but my point to you is this. We, we, there's no evidence to say that it would or wouldn't happen. Do I agree that we should you – know, I mean, any infringement on the Second Amendment is unconstitutional, okay? To ban a certain, like, Beto O'Rourke. You know who Beto O'Rourke is, right? I'm uh, well aware of him. That guy, I mean, he's unconstitutional, okay? Um, and that's who Biden wants to appoint for his uh, something of the, of uh, firearms. And he's also that, he's also like one of them transracial dudes who thinks he's Mexican, <laughs> but he's really just not. <laughs> right, Bay O'Rourke. Right, uh, but no. So Irish, I think. But no. So I, I, there's not enough evidence to say that it does or doesn't work. I, I I think when safety is is a big thing in our amendments. But then again, I'd rather liberty over safety. I think you know. Look at the code, for example. They're making you wear masks, and there's actually, believe it or not, conflicting science on those masks. And if you look at different areas, you know, so I, I think people are saying they're trying to demonize they're keeping you safe, but in reality, they're taking away some of your, you know, freedoms, if you will. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, yeah. My my stance on masks is honestly, I don't think it's the state's job to mandate things like that, but. I also don't think you're really uh, all that high on the intelligence scale if you're not going to wear one. Well, the scientist says not to wear them. I mean, if, if you're saying that that's not the case, the Oxford academic actually agrees. Oxford academic is one of the most prevalent, you know, um, most credited, you know, medical journals in, in, the, in the world. And they're actually, come, Oxford uh, University is actually helping Australia come out with the COVID vaccine. So I, to say that that's not true would be a complete another lie. I, then again, I do believe that if people want to, they most definitely can. That's their right to do so. You know, but to make it mandated, like you said, I don't. I don't think there's enough science to make it mandated. You know, so uh, there's there's, pl- there's plenty of conflicting science on that. If you choose to read into it more about thermoregulation and that kind of stuff, so there's a lot more. Definitely a lot more science on that kind of stuff than just saying, you know, oh well, they they work because, you know, I, I you know considering I don't think you trust the government, I think you might want to read more into masks. I, how they, they really don't help you. And that's why I said it's, uh, I don't think it's the state's job to mandate it. I personally. You also said that you're stupid if you don't wear one. That was what you said. So that's why I'm yeah, saying to you that's, that. That's, but, that, but that's just, you know, my internal opinion. No, I understand that. But I mean, I, I, I just don't, in my internal opinion is that there's science to say that, that you don't really need to wear one. You know, I'm not saying to go out there and start licking poles and licking shopping carts. That's not what I'm saying. Well, you want to okay? be like that kid who fucking got his tongue stuck to a pole and what's that? What's the, the a Christmas story? That's uh, the Christmas story with uh, what's his, what's that little kid's name? Um, what's his name? You know, I I know you're talking about. Didn't but he I believe a porn star that, or something? Yeah, I th- something weird like that. I think he became. I think he was really like stripping for old men. Kind of weird like that. No, but you're right though. He I think he did become a porn star. But my point <laughs> to you is this. I I know. I think you're right. Um, but masks don't really work. Immune immune systems are your first line of defense, all right? Immunity is – the way to get over, like, a virus like this is herd immunity. You know, to, to boost your immune system, which I don't know if you do any of these, but they're good tips, is first off, have social interactions. So whether you're around your family, you're having a party, whatever. They, they, I don't know why they're not having a party when they're not allowing parties. I understand, like, you know, maybe not a Woodstock on your front lawn, but, you know, a uh, little Christmas Woodstock. party or a Fourth of July party. Yeah, Dude, Woodstock, you know. Woodstock on your front lawn sounds awesome, though. It does sound awesome. It does sound awesome. But I can understand why they're not allowing that. But see, that was a great time in the 60s. Like, everyone is peacefully gets together in regards to political Everyone had weed as well. Everyone had weed. Everyone had their shrooms and just sat on the, uh, on the farm and just listened to, like, the Beatles. And I love that kind of music. I hate nowadays music. I love older music. But back to my point. So, you know, uh, social interactions, vitamin A, like leafy vegetables. 
vitamin C, like orange juice, that like fruits, that kind of stuff. Vitamin D, the, the sun. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. You seem like, are you a pretty outdoorsy guy? Um, I play airsoft, and that's about the extent of it. So, yeah, so you're outside for about more than 15 minutes a day, correct? Some days? Every, every other Sunday. That's awesome. I mean, so you're getting decent. Maybe you try to just even just sit outside. Vitamin D is good for you. And then secondly, minerals, zinc, and iodine. So shellfish, dairy, that kind of stuff. It, it, trust me, because I've seen my grandpa has COVID, okay? My grandpa is healthier than I am, okay? Uh, he walks the dog every day. He eats good. You know, never smoked in his life. And that's why he fought it off. My grandpa's 80, 87 years old, you know? So it's very hard for old people to usually fight off viruses. That's because they have a bad immune system. My grandpa's healthier than I am. That's why he fought it off. Yeah, but that's, you know? that's so, the problem. You know, that, that's your grandfather. Uh, not, not every grandfather is like that, though. And, so but my point is to educate people about the real science and how to boost your immune system. That, that's my point. Yeah, but so do wearing you, a mask, do you not trust gonna people that. enough to, like, actually do that, though? To what? To, like, you educate. know, take care of themselves? Well, I'm not, not trusting people. I'm just saying in general that if people want to survive, to boost your immune system. I mean, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's like having a cure but not taking it. It's like there's a cure for cancer, but you'd rather die of cancer. You know, this is a, it's a cure from your immune system fights off everything from cancer to a stuffy nose. You I'd know, rather it's die that, from cancer. Well, that's you. I mean, not, but that's well. Why would you rather die? I think that's that's terrible that you'd rather die. Why would you rather die? I mean, this planet's kind of shit. Well, why would you say that? I mean, I understand. You know, sometimes we we are confused with life and whatnot, and why you know. Would you? I mean, I, and I understand where you're coming from, my friend. Or I do. Is this but, a therapy session or is this a not, not therapy, not therapy, not therapy, not, not therapy, not therapy, sorry, not therapy, but just I want you to appreciate life in some situations. Like, okay, you enjoy airsofting, you know, so maybe do a little bit more of airsofting. I, I, I don't think that you, anyone should want to die and not have life, uh, but dude, that's terrible. I'd love to, honestly. Why would you say Joe uh, only does it every other Sunday, so. Joe only airsofts, oh, okay. No, Joe, Joe, yeah, get Joe, on the Joe's the owner, Joe's the owner. Of the airsoft, huh. of the of the paintball field, yeah. Oh, Joe, you gotta get out there more. Alec wants to Alec wants to play more, so get him out there. Um, oh, I don't. So, like I said, wait, I wait, 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 what? <laughs> I mean, you, live, you live in Long Meadow, right? Yeah, I live in yeah. I live in Long Meadow. Yeah. What are they? What do people call it? Long Ghetto? What do they call? What do they call it? In Long yeah, they call it oh, no, Long Ghetto. Yeah. Why the hell would they ever call it Long Ghetto? They don't know. I don't get that. Have, have, have those people ever been to Springfield? Like in their life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, right, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know Long Ghetto. What's so good about Long Ghetto, huh? Like the JGS or the Cyanide Temple, so ghetto. But no, so like I said. <laughs> Cyanide um, Temple. <laughs> you no, know, so just appreciate like, right? Yeah, it gets hard sometimes, and yeah, it's annoying, and yeah, there's terrible people, but be the good, you know? Be the change you want to see, you know? Um, I think there's a quote by John F. Kennedy. It was like, what's, yeah. what's the quote? You probably know better than I do. You seem like a very historically you know um smart guy oh it's, definitely um, dude it's um what is it um don't ask what your country can do for you ask what you can do for your country you know don't yeah. don't, don't question the world don't question his people question yourself and how you can make it a better place and because you seem like awesome. a very smart yeah. guy like I, I really i really respect your views and i i love having people having a good conversation with you about you know policy and about your views and about certain topics i really respect that i really admire you so much for that i really want to say thank you um but like I said, life is a, is a great thing, and yeah, sometimes it, it gets shitty, and sometimes, yeah, it's a little sad and a little depressing when you look around, and the world's basically going to shit in some places, you know? 
But uh, remember that you can be the person to change. Remember that you can be the person, even if you're changing your neighborhood or making someone else's day. You can be the, you can be one of the light, some light in the world. You know. Um, my next question to you is this. So I don't know um, where libertarians stand on porn uh, and like prostitution. Um, so where libertarians stand on prostitution and porn? Um, I mean, you know. Where do you stand? Sorry, I'm the, the, the purpose of broadly libertarian ideologies, so libertarianism, anarchy, minarchy, things like that. Um, it's it, it, the main thing is the state not having any real power over the individual's lives. Okay, that's but the, there's laws though, correct? Uh, in anarchism, it's. It, Anarchism isn't total chaos. There's still an assembled, like, you know, local governance of, like, you know, people who, like, uh, for in anarcho-communism, for example, uh, you know, individuals in their commune come up and they uh, vote in, like, local sessions or whatever on policy. But there's no state that collects taxes or really, like, uses... most things because most things that are crimes are victimless crimes and that's really the that's really the whole thing with uh libertarianism and you know anarchy and minarchy is the uh like drugs the uh decriminalization of victimless crimes so like you know uh, drug use use, for example that's a that's a victimless crime that doesn't need to be illegal Okay. okay uh but for some reason is all right and you know, uh, and the uh, the anarcho capitalist solution to that would be, you know, it, once it's deregulated, companies would come in and Put a tag, yeah, yeah. Uh, create yeah create safer products that you know aren't leading to huge levels of addiction or you know uh, right a more of a safer I'm thinking of? Uh, alternative right um, yeah and you would get cheaper and safer products no of course I, I get that. Um, my my question to you is this: so, Do you believe that heroin should be dec- like should be legal? I mean, yeah, because if it was legal, you would have private corporations creating a safer version of heroin. That because the reason why heroin is so dangerous, and and I know this especially because Huntington, West Virginia, the town that I'm from, is like the heroin capital of the United <laughs> States, and I think the overdose capital actually. Yeah, uh, I'm not even kidding either. Like that's like legitimately a thing. Um. They uh, they have a massive issue with uh, uh with um, heroin, and the problem with the heroin is that when the drug dealers get it, they lace it with all sorts of goofy shit that just makes it so much more dangerous. Because like you don't know what the fuck you're putting into your body. I you know. know? Exactly. So it's not really heroin; it's more of the um the dealers. But, but heroin itself, though, you understand that heroin itself is highly addictive. You know, I mean, I think that's. Well, actually, actually, the the science of addiction, uh, in particular, uh, stems from more of a lack of community or like you know, a depression and things like that. So like, there's this guy, he made a uh, he made this little like, uh, he had two rat cages, one that had a singular rat with uh, cocaine laced uh, <laughs> uh, water and then just regular water, and then the, in the second cage there were a ton of rats that could all fuck each other. They had a uh, they had toy shit and little tunnels to scurry through. Right. Uh, in the in the in the rat where the in the rat in the rat cage where the one rat was just alone with nothing to do, it it fucking overdosed on the cocaine water. 
and then the uh, the the rat cage with all the shit to do had uh, you know the the cocaine water was rarely if ever touched, and we had a human version of this experiment uh, along uh, the same lines, which was the uh, the Vietnam War. Right. How, well, how would the Vietnam War be an, be an experiment of? Well, uh, the uh, GIs in the Vietnam War had a habit of shooting up ketamine and right. heroin and all sorts of other dope into their bodies. All right. And then when they came home, they just stopped. Okay, so you're saying that in reality, because they they were depressed over there, they came here, and when they weren't in war, when they weren't in battle, and they weren't stressed out, they stopped. Is what you're saying? That that that's exactly what happened. Okay, perfect. Um, so basically, but my only problem with heroin is that it, it it's produced from morphine, and in morphine they have a, a principal component of opium. You know, what opium is. It's, I I'm well aware of what opium yeah, is. So, the, the, have a habit of you know forcing it onto the Chinese. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, exactly. Right. Um. So I just think opium is very uh you know dangerous for a lot of people, and the problem is if you make it you know. I could see maybe, you know, reforming it as a, you know, it's class. Do you know what uh, class, like class drug heroin is? I'm not really familiar with it, but do you know what, you know what class it falls under for, for heroin? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Me neither, actually. actually. I'll look it up right now. But my point to you is this. All right, I, I just think that that is very um, heroin drug class. Drug class. But... Um, the... Um, <laughs> the 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 thing about drugs is that making it illegal only makes the problem like a million times worse. No, no, of course I I, I completely under I completely understand that I do I completely understand that. Um, and and especially in America, uh, the drug war was used to put minorities in prison to you know prevent them from exercising any form of political power. What? So that's the, some, is that a gun? What is that? I I, I heard someone like fucking. Touch a gun. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe Joe has a gun behind. Him. I don't know. Uh, but no. So, first off, I, I don't think we can say that people are using drugs. I mean, it's personal choice. So I don't think anyone's, you know, people that are buying the drugs happen to be minorities. So minorities were doing drugs, and I believe that they put the, they did put a lot of stricter, you know, um, what's it called, um, penalizations on on using drugs, which I think they didn't decriminalize weed for sure. That they definitely need to do that. I mean, that's a fact. You know, they definitely need to decriminalize weed. Well, and legalized uh, weed in all countries. White people use drugs at like an identical rate. Well, but, but why are they not being caught then? Is my question to you? Because minorities tend to be concentrated in inner cities where stopping frisks happen to be much more common, which was a policy created by the Democrats specifically to put more minorities in prison. Which right. they would be in prison because they had drugs on them because of the because the, of the drug war. Which was exacerbated by the uh, the U.S. government's intentional injecting of uh, illicit substances into minority communities, which they absolutely did. Right, and there is some evidence about that. You're exactly right. Um, basically, if it wasn't for the state, they wouldn't be in that situation to begin with. Well, yeah, that's true. Blame the state about which is the drugs. definition of threat. They can really blame the state about people using drugs. So I think that's a little bit of a hard, a, a very uh, you know radical claim there to say that the people it's a state when people are using drugs yes do i believe that we need to and you have a great point you have a, you had a great point about the experiment with the rats and with vietnam you have a great point there but 
yes, legalizing it doesn't, you know, making it legal makes the problem worse, yes. But we need to keep it out of the hands of people, first off, by making it legal. And secondly, we need to work on, you know, those rats, making them happy, making them, you know, so they actually don't end up doing that kind of stuff, making them stress-free. And I think if we can find ways to do that, we can compromise and we can, you know, because let's be honest, I mean, there's no real positive effect of heroin. I mean, unless you can name a positive effect of heroin. I mean, is there any positive effect of heroin? Dude, 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 listen, listen. Getting high with your with your boys is like an awesome experience. But, but, but is it a positive experience? It's a sum it is. But it can also kill you. I mean, is it, I mean, I know a guy. Well, that, yeah, but the, the sun can also kill you. But it could. But you could also be killed from from sniffing heroin. And I know a guy who opened yeah. a bag of heroin and, and actually took an inhale and just died right on the spot. It's not. A, it's not a. You know, it's not a joking drug here. Well, yeah, but like anything, it, it, but but the issue with street heroin is the that the drug dealers are putting random shit in it, and you don't know what's in the street heroin. But it's heroin, so and, they're putting stuff in the heroin. So they're, they're, but 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 what makes it dangerous is the shit that drug dealers put in it. That that's what makes it dangerous. It's not the fact that it's heroin. Morphine is morphine isn't dangerous, and it's that that's basically what heroin is morphine is very dangerous if you use it that's a period of time it's okay, very addicting okay. and you can you, you can overdose from morphine because it's super addicting it's very dangerous if used the wrong way so yeah it, you know but, I, I see your point issue, though but again the issue the issue with addiction is that it's a lack of community that's the problem focus on community not, so what so let's focus on community then making it illegal by getting it out of the hands of people and then penalize people for having it and then focus on the community aspect of it I agree with you yeah but that's the issue you can't just make a substance illegal and expect it to go away. That's that's why prohibition failed so spectacularly. So what you're saying to me is this: this is what I want. To, this is what I'm saying. If you make it illegal, it was not, if people have, they're gonna be penalized. While you are penalized for having that drug, you can then work on community. So eventually, that's not gonna. There's drugs not gonna be in the community anymore. We can help be, build the community. I agree with you. It's a great point about the, the experiment. But to say that heroin should be in communities is a completely, you know. Illogical idea. I mean, I, I, come on now. I think that's that, that's very extreme. But, but but it's a simple fact that it is illegal and become more dangerous. Yes, it's become more dangerous because there's if no community intervention. It would not be nearly as dangerous as it currently is. But it's, but it's at, not at all. because it's more dangerous, like you said, because there's not community intervention. No one's helping people in the communities, and I think that's when the government has to care more about about its citizens in order to help them. You know, but, and that and that's the problem though. The the communities where it happens to be most prevalent are also incredibly poor. So that's exactly right. Which, I, I is believe the fault, which is the fault of the U.S. government for, you know. Right, exactly, exactly right. The communities. Exactly right. So I'm glad we can agree on that. So I think if we could see common ground here, for example, and say, like, yes, you know, you know, I'm mean, getting high. I've never gotten high. I will probably never get high. I just, not, I just don't find it, you know, appeasing to me. I, technically speaking, I'm high on meth all the time because of all the pills they make me take. <laughs> all right, but my point. <laughs> <laughs> I have never used drugs in my life. I'm not drunk in my life, and I probably Dude, never. Oh. That focal and shit that they put me on, it's like basically methamphetamine. What is it called? Oh my god, focal. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, uh, Worst I've ever done. I did. Yeah. Like. Oh well. For ADAC, Ritalin, but I, I'm off that now. It's really not good for you. I can't relate about the medicine guys. But my point to you guys is this. All right. Yeah. I'm glad we can agree <laughs> that the fact that you know yeah. we need to work on community. We need to help our people. Exactly right. I'm glad we can agree on that, Alec. But I think we also need to agree on, uh, that heroin has no positive effect. I mean, there's no positive of, of having it. it. It may not have a positive effect, but the negative effects certainly aren't worth making it, 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 it making it illegal, especially when 
making it illegal only creates more negative effects and makes things worse in the long run. Because when you fucking put people in prison for, you know, maybe having a slight issue, it, 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 and with America's recidivism rate being so stupidly fucking high because of the way we handle everything in, in our criminal justice system, it, it just makes the problem a hell of a lot worse. Then, no, of course. where it still would have been a problem before we made it illegal, but in making it illegal, we only made it worse. Right, but that's it, they made it illegal and made it worse because there's no they didn't do anything in the communities, like you said. So my point and, is, and, if, and they did anything with the communities is that helping with the communities makes it much more difficult when a good portion of that said community has gone to prison for crimes that would not have happened had it not been for the state. But if you legalize it, you normalize it, okay? If you, le- if you legalize things, you normalize it, and, it, and people will be more equipped to do it, and it'll be more harmful to people. So in reality, there's no, negative, there's no positive effect of it, and if you legalize no, you, it, there'll be no positive wait, effect of it. With companies, but, but, the, but the thing is, though, if, if it was legalized and private corporations came in and capitalized on this very obviously highly profitable industry, they would realize that if they made dangerous products and killed all their customers, they wouldn't be getting more customers. So they would have they would have a vested interest in making safer products to begin with to make it less dangerous. Of course, no, of course, but but then that wouldn't be necessarily heroin, though. I mean, yes, there is place where you're saying that people are, are lacing heroin. Sure, I think we maybe find another alternative to heroin, or but I, I don't I don't still think that heroin has a negative a positive impact like me and you both agreed on. So I think if the government, because I do agree with you, the government has done shit for its people. And I do agree, and I, I like what we we talk about the war on drugs. I think it's a very prevalent topic in our country. But to say that, you know, to, to legalize heroin, I mean, I could see weed because there's not really a, a negative effect on weed, and and there's more positive than negative effects on weed for sure. Um, there's way more po- you know positive effects, but heroin there is no positive effect on heroin. So I I'm think not, legalizing I'm, heroin would be I'm ridiculous. Not, I'm not saying that there aren't that there are positive effects on heroin. I really don't think there are. What I'm saying is what we thought was a solution to the neg- to the negative effects only created more negative effects on top of the ones to be in with. So if we scaled back and allowed private corporations to come in and take the place of these criminal enterprises that wouldn't have existed in the first place and created safer products, we'd be back to square one, which was undeniably better than where we are now. Right, but you're making but you're making a profit off of somebody's bad habits and something that's dangerous. I mean, you're making a profit off of a drug that I mean is super addicting to people. And if something's addicting, it's not necessarily good for you. I mean, name something that's good for you that's addicting. I mean, sure, sugar, but in reality, if you eat too much sugar, you become a diabetic. I mean, nothing that's addicting for you is actually good, unless it's like a, an exercise. But everything like is bad for you in large enough quantities. I mean, oh, you know, right. if you stand in the sun for too long, you get cancer. If you, you know. Fucking if it, it, hell, it, it, even too much exercise can be bad for you. Right, but I'm talking about addicting though. We're talking addicting here. So it, basically, a corporation I mean, is coming people, in and making people, money off people of addiction. Get addicted off the dopamine rush they get from exercise, and then do it too much. Of course, I, I, but I understand that, that that's they're, that's self-inflicting. That, that's from exercising. And then, then like my strange addiction, right? That's like right. No, like exactly. But that's exercising. They're working themselves though. They're working out themselves though. And heroin, heroin, the. The product heroin is what is addicting people. Heroin is a drug. I mean, it's a big difference. We're talking about but, heroin, but heroin was what they were using over in Vietnam, and they just stopped when they came back over. 
But do you understand how easy it is, for, how hard it is for people to stop? I mean, rehab only works from forty people. Rehab, it, it was, rehab. None of them even went through rehab when they just came, when they came home back to their families and you know actually had shit to do that wasn't related to engaging in Wilsonian interventionism. They were fine. Well, but a lot of them actually. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, it, so it's not the substance necessarily that's the problem. The, the substance certainly has some hand in it, but it isn't nearly as big of a hand as it is the outside factors beyond the substance itself. So when you when you make the problem worse by just outlawing the substance, it's it just doesn't work. Right, but our, our whole problem is whoever's not protecting its people, not serving its people. So you said it does that the substance does play a hand in this. If it does play a hand if the government should be getting out of getting it out of the hands of people. Okay, but the problem is, no, but the problem is, there isn't a method to get it out of the hands of the well, people. Well, that's exactly. Well, that's if, if people want about. it, if people want it, then they're gonna get it. That's why prohibition failed so spectacularly because everybody wanted to drink. And no, I, when, I understand that. I totally understand you. And and the drug war is literally just prohibition to electric boogaloo, but we've been too stubborn to admit it. And well, that's the uh, that's the problem because alcohol is an addicting substance. And of yet it's not, it it's not nearly as regulated. It's, it's just as dangerous as the other, as other substances even. And yet it's not nearly as regulated. Neither is, neither is tobacco. You can still smoke. No, I understand that. The problem is we know from experience that outlawing these substances only causes mo- more harm than good because it allows for criminal enterprises to pr- pop up all over the country. And honestly, the only reason its prohibition stopped was because it was affecting white people at a greater rate than minorities. Well, okay, let's talk about alcohol for a second. So you're t- my point is, if somebody shoots, uh, you know, shoots up heroin every day after work, they're they're at a greatly, you know, more um, risk to die than somebody who has a beer after work. We're talking what, what, about what they're, what they're heroin here. To, so, but, but what makes them a greater risk of dying is that where they get it from, they don't know what the fuck they're putting in the heroin. I would love to talk heroin. Let's just talk they standard heroin. They could be heroin. pissing in the fucking heroin. Well, let's, let's, talk, let's, talk standard heroin. let's talk standard heroin, okay? Let's say everybody has a, has a beer. Let's say well, I have there a isn't any, let's say There you. isn't any standard heroin because everyone gets it from drug dealers, and when you get it from drug dealers, you don't know what they're lacing it with. Right, but the, not that's every why heroin is laced, That's though. why it would be better to have private organizations that produce legal heroin, and, you know, they would be they would be – they would have an interest in creating a safer product because they don't want to kill their customer base because then right, they lose out on the heroin, Not every heroin is laced, though, is my point to you. It's not that, every, but, everything is laced. Actually, uh, literally, like, it's very difficult to find pure heroin. Well, we don't know that. Like, I mean, you, have you, have you, you found have pure heroin? Idea. I mean, we're speaking from... Dude, dude, I, I don't know what no we're speaking from here. expensive that shit is. You have no idea how... I say if it wasn't expensive. I want to ask you, how do you know that it's... How do you know that it is not... How do you know what? How do it's hard to find pure heroin? How do you know, dude? You well, you you don't know what you're getting because you're getting it from some random Joe schmo selling it out of his right. fucking shoe in an alleyway. But that's oh, exactly. the problem. You you would know if you bought it from a fucking corporation because they would tell you, and they have an yes, interest in not killing you because you're their money source. Right, but the, but but why? But, okay, so then why would the drug dealers be killing them if, if they're the money source too? So it doesn't, see, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, the drug dealers be killing them because not. corporations have a vested interest in making a safer product that isn't laced with the.
that you would find in street heroin. Why would the drug dealers want to kill off the fact that the heroin would be safer if not for the drug war? But my question to you is, why would the drug dealers, by, by your logic, why would the drug dealers want, want, want to kill off their customers, too, if they're selling heroin? I mean, that doesn't because make sense. By, by that logic, it doesn't make sense. In order to actually, like, because of how expensive the heroin is, they need to find a way to maximize their profits, specifically for them, because it's an illegal substance. And because it's an illegal substance, it, that just drove the price way up to the point where pure heroin is so expensive that they need to dilute their product in order to you know like be able to sell more of it and actually make a profit and that wouldn't be the case if it wasn't illegal because if it wasn't illegal then the actual pure heroin substance would not be nearly as expensive as it is especially due to the fact that in order to get it you have to go through like fucking bolivian drug cartels or some shit i I understand that all of it is why would a drug dealer want to kill off their customer was paying them good money in heroin. The question is, they wouldn't. Is the question it, by the same but logic as corporations? But, but, but the difference, but, but the difference with that is, they have to because they have to dilute their product in order to actually create a profitable amount for themselves. Because, yeah, but my question is, know, how would it dilute their product? I want to know how would they dilute their product? They inject it. They they put weird shit in it. Like it, it's different with every drug dealer. What they lace their fucking heroin with, that just makes it fucking weird and more dangerous. Because heroin that you get from one drug dealer that may be a safe dose for you to take because your body's used to it would not be – if you took that same dose from another drug dealer would not at all be as safe because you have no – because your body may not be used to the chemicals that that particular drug dealer puts in that specific heroin, and that's actually what causes most overdoses. So so again, it's it, because they have to dilute the product in order to actually make it profitable for them. It, it, they unintentionally kill their customer base, even if they don't want to do that, because they have to in order to make a profit. So, but by that logic, if they're killing off their customer base, that means eventually there would be no customer base. I mean, well, it, it, no, because you know, because no, because they're new customers coming into the market but you know it's you're missing the fundamental point is that heroin heroin is only dangerous because it's illegal and because it's illegal it has become so expensive but why is it illegal let's say why is it illegal Be, uh, it's, it's, it's it's illegal because we wanted another excuse to put minorities in prison that, that, it, i want i want to know why why what what would be illegal if, if murdering somebody is illegal, why is that? Because it's harmful to people. No, so because it's no, illegal, because it is a, harmful that's, to that's someone. A crime with a vic- no, that's a crime with a victim. Taking a drug is a victimless crime and isn't a real crime. If you're killing a drug, no, that's okay. the victim of a the drug crime. That's the, the, difference, the difference between an actual crime and taking, a, taking drugs is that you're doing it to yourself. You're not hurting other people if you, ta- if you choose to take the drug. So that's... That's that's that issue with it. But like, if you're distributing, like you said, it's not illegal. It's not illegal because it's harming people. It it became illegal because it was an excuse to put minorities in prison to prevent them from exercising political control, especially with the fact that a lot of felons aren't allowed to vote. Okay, but but why why are we still minorities here? I mean, it's not like it's a thing about. I mean, white people could take could easily take the drug too. I mean, it's not yeah, exactly exactly. But you know, right. Um, 
He's a minority. But 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 Canada. you know we we also only find because people don't actually get arrested for drug possession. They get arrested for other things, uh, or they get caught because of stop and frisking. Now these other crimes are usually a part of gang violence, which wouldn't exist if not for the drug war to begin with. But also the stop the stop and frisking. Uh, is usually used by police to search minorities because because of the way that drug wars panned out is created statistics that have my uh, that make it seem like minorities are committing a disproportionate amount of crime which gives uh, police officers probable cause to search to stop and frisk the minorities that we're discussing here and when they do right. that they get caught with the drugs that right. white people may have on them but won't get caught for and you know policymakers knew that so when they created these laws it would put these minorities in prison and prevent them from exercising political control so that's why they outlawed drugs uh, that's question, though. Let me ask question. Regards of what, how many might I, I can tell you this um there's more white americans we'll call them um that are registered to vote proportionally than minority americans so regardless of whether there's minority americans out there a lot of them are not registered voters. Is my point to you? So to say that that is but their they, but there were also a large enough there were also a large enough percentage of them that could possibly be registered. that could. But are they though? It's exactly. But they're but they're and especially in especially in areas like Chicago, for example, where there right. are a large minority population, but there's like a huge gun and drug problem there. Uh, despite democratic policies, it's because they want them to make it seem like the Democrats are doing something for them. They're really, so they're they, 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 exacerbate, they exacerbate the problems to prevent them from exercising political control because felons can't vote in a large portion of America. And no, I, it's a large enough, it's a, it's, it is a large enough voter block to like actually sway elections. Maybe not on the federal level, but on the state and local level. And okay. that's, that's, the, that's the reason why they do it. Well, let's look, let's look at it this way. Let's look at Chicago now. It's it's you know purport, you know disproportionately you know um, more populated by minorities, and I can tell you this: if we look at those you know minorities in general in America. I mean, in those cities, I guarantee if we took about those individual cities, there would still not be a lot of registered voters. I mean, my point to you is just because someone is black does that mean they're a registered voter? I mean, I, I I understand your theory here, and in some cases you may be right. But to say that as a general statement is not true at all because we do not know if someone's a registered voter or not. Look at people. Look at minorities now. But can not you? De- but I, But can you? But can you? But you can't deny the fact that the war on drugs disproportionately affects minorities than it does white people. And right, that's, because there's more police in minority-like areas where the drugs are sold. So yes, and that was intentional. Well, I don't want to say intentional because I don't think we could say any, anyone It honestly was intentional because even to this day, America doesn't really have a good track record of dealing with minorities. It, it, and like, actually, it's it's interesting too because um, it, it, both parties are to blame because the Republicans created zoning laws that kept uh, you know minorities where they were, and then just never bothered to correct it, and then the Democrats kind of seize the opportunity to like create a voting block but do nothing for them right uh, at the same time and that's actually why it made new hampshire and vermont are like 90 percent white each right well right. why is it that none of them have any gun control to speak of why is it 
Yeah, why is it that they don't have any gun control uh, to speak of? In New Hampshire, my, and tell me, I don't know. Because they're mostly white people. What? I, okay, well, I, I, went to, I, went to, I went to New Hampshire for spring, uh, not spring, break, for, for summer, uh, over the summer. Yeah. Uh, and I went to Portsmouth, which is their largest city. And I think I saw like one black guy. All right. During the entire time. And in Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, you get like, you have constitutional carry, so you can carry a firearm without a permit openly or concealed. You, right. They don't have an assault weapons law. Uh, really, the only gun control that exists are federal gun control laws. Okay. My yeah, point is this, though. Down yeah, south, there's a lot of blacks. But, but, okay. but it's a Democrat state, though. That's the thing. It's, it's mostly run by Democrats. But okay, then you but... go over to Chicago, which right. has a ton of black people and Hispanics and shit like that. Right. And you just find gun control out the ass. And well, we can't say that for everyone down south, though, because there's a lot of uh, minorities down south as well. I mean, look at places like Georgia or Florida or even Texas, yeah, where well, they have the standard the ground time, law. So in order, we can't put the gun control from our ass. Those areas also are mostly run by Republicans who tend to not like gun control anyway. Okay, but we can't say that. So you, if you're and, 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 and there, are, but there are, but there are instances, and, and that's because gun control is mostly a Democrat platform. There have been instances of Republicans, you know, using gun control to disarm minorities, like what Ronald Reagan did with the Black Panthers, or when he banned automatic weapons in 1986. But it's as with the Democrats. No, I understand that, but to say that there's gu- there's gun control because there's black people, it's just not true at all. I mean, but 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 that's also the thing. The first the first gun control laws passed in this country were part of the Black Codes of Reconstruction Era South. That were, that literally stated that freed African slaves can't own firearms. Okay, that was the but that was what what, what year was that? And, and and ever since then, gun control has been a part of the Democratic Party platform. Right, but does that mean it's it's really the party the party switch did kind of happen, I guess. But region wise, but yeah, I understand what you mean. Regionally and uh, specifically on like economic policy, uh, but. Or, but and an economic policy and like vague cultural policy, but everything else remained mostly the same. So, the Democratic Party's platform on gun control didn't change. So they they just happened to move to different areas of the country, right? And where there weren't, uh, all right, Joe, you still there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Hello. Right, so part two of our podcast. You're part yeah, two. Part two. Yeah. Right. I can splice these together. Don't worry about it. Uh, but I gotta go on. Like all, right, all right. All right. All so right. Yeah. For, for a quick recap for the for the viewers here, right? Yeah. Quick um, recap. Joey's phone decided to kill itself. Um, and uh, we lost. Uh, we 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 were already running out of time anyway. But right. Uh, so we 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 just decided to cut off the d- discussion anyway. So that's why there's a very abrupt end of the conversation. So basically, what we were talking about was that um, about no, gun no, laws. No. it's over. It's over. He has to leave. Moderator, okay. moderator Joey, who hasn't been doing his job, has to leave. Okay, perfect, guys. Well, thank you for discussing. Great discussion. All right, and um, oh yeah, yeah, anytime. I'm still right, cool. an anarchist. Night, guys. Yeah, God bless you guys. See you. Later. Have a nice right. night. Bye, guys. Dad. <laughs>